Hi, this is Rise Rocket Radio, episode 171, recorded on Friday the 31st of March 2017 at 20 minutes and 45 seconds to 12. So, hello again. And it has been a while, hasn't it, since our last chat. And quite a lot has happened, which is why I haven't found time to do another show, so hopefully today will make up for it. Just a little other note, this is the first podcast that I'm recording this year in British summertime. Also, although it's still a bit cold, I have managed to turn the heating off a bit more than I usually do, and it's good for the podcast because then I don't get that weird cyclic hum in the waveform when I do the recording. So it's a bit quieter. And also recording it at night means it's a bit quieter too. Let's start off with some TV. The Expanse, which started in 2015 with season one, and this year we're in season two. This is a sci-fi in the US and Netflix in the UK show and we've talked about the show many many times so I don't really have to rehash too much but it is getting really intriguing now as usual we have the backdrop of alien contact pandemic political intrigue and space war all mixed up into one epic grand space opera based on the books of Daniel Abraham and Ty Frank. And apart from Sound in Space, which apparently showrunner Naren Shankar says is a dramatic necessity, and I've got to say he is just plain wrong, because space might be quiet, but the inside of anything human-made with engines, machinery, or atmosphere processing is going to be loud. So come on, crew of Expanse, make an effort to do some proper space sound design in the next show that you work on. Apart from that, this show is brilliant and easily the best genre show out there right now. There is a real effort to make this proper with the proviso I just mentioned, hard sci-fi. I was chatting about this at the pub a while back, and the thing that really sticks in my mind from season one is when Detective Miller, one of the two main protagonists, is pouring himself a drink while he is on a large spinning space station and because he is born into that environment he knows exactly how to pour the drink and we see the weird way that the liquid flows from the receptacle into the glass in this sort of curved beautiful arc taking into account Also, the spin of the station. Really cool bit of sci-fi television. In fact, I would say it was pure hard sci-fi fan service. Absolutely fantastic. 
I've mentioned this before many times, in fact. Five times according to a text string search of my old show notes. The show, that is, not Detective Miller and his strange drink. But it's so compelling... And it's in its second season now that I couldn't resist talking about it again. I think it is currently one of the best shows on TV. Although I would also say The Magicians is pretty good. Which is also in season two. But this is definitely the best. If you only have time to watch two shows, these are the ones. The Expanse and The Magicians. Next, movies. I only have one movie to talk about tonight, and that is Logan 2017. Yes, this has been talked to death by all the other media, but I have not had a chance to talk about it yet. And I only saw it a few days ago, so I think that's fair enough. And now you're going to get my opinion on Logan, which I'm guessing probably isn't going to be that original, because... People have been saying the same things, I'm guessing, but I've tried to stay away from other people's reviews, and this is what I think. So, unofficially, Logan, in my mind, seems to combine the old man Logan and the death of Wolverine comics into one golden, dusty, depressing epic western. During the course of the movie, there are little clips of the much older movie Shane, and this really highlights the tragedy of James Howlett, aka Logan, aka Wolverine, but also introduces a hopeful future with the introduction of his clone daughter, X-23, a.k.a. Laura Kinney, played brilliantly by Daphne Keane. Yeah, I really enjoyed the relationship between her and Wolverine. There was a real father-daughter bond going on there. I also enjoyed the relationship between... The three old men, Wolverine, Professor X, and Caliban. And I love the fact that they'd been together so long that they can barely stand to be in each other's presence, but are forced to by circumstance and necessity. Charles Xavier's descent into ill health and old age is realistic but heartbreaking. I think it's fitting that Hugh Jackman bows out with this, his most likeable, at least in my opinion, portrayal of an old cantankerous Wolverine. I don't really have anything bad to say about this movie, and it has one mostly universal acclaim, so it's not just me and my opinion. Next, technology. And the quest for internet immortality part three. My blog is now hosted 
on WordPress.com, so it's not self-hosted anymore. I'm starting to edit that site now to make it a bit more presentable, but it is live, so you can go there and have a look. I have converted my audio podcast to a format that can be used on YouTube. I think I already mentioned that before, because I wanted a way of getting my podcast off my web host, just for posterity, because then I can have a hands-off website that doesn't require a monthly bill to be paid. And talking about posterity, I only investigated archive.org a tiny bit, and I did look at the British Library Archive as well, but there seems to be some problem with the British Archive at the moment. So I'm really concentrating on archive.org, which could be a show in itself, but we'll leave that for now. The whole process is going very slowly, but it is going well. And I did a bit of FFMPEG scripting to add a little waveform to the video. You can see my blog as to how I did that. There's a link in the show notes. And guess what? The YouTube spam comments, not even troll comments, are starting to roll in already. Okay, next. Windows XP updates. I have talked about this before, but I recently had a little look at the W3 school OS usage stats, and they say that there are 34% Windows 7 users still out there, 32% Windows 10 users out there, and 1% Windows XP users, divided, of course, into the proportions of people who are using Windows. I know that there are some XP users who are worried about updates. They tend to be older users, although I'm stereotyping a bit. But anyway, there is a way to get these updates until 2019, and it isn't hard. Again, I've put a link in my show notes to an article from PC World as to how you can do this. Basically, you are using the updates for the point-of-sale POS version of XP, which isn't really that different from XP proper. Interestingly, my local shopping mall has information displays so that people can find their way to the shop they're looking for. It isn't that great, but what I have noticed is that that system actually uses Windows XP. I've seen it booting, and I think once or twice I've even seen the blue screen of death. So it is being used. Don't worry, you can use it until 2019. After that, I would suggest either buying a new computer, that's the very easiest way 
to get a new operating system if you're a bit of a techno luddite. If you do know what you're doing and you may have one or two applications that need Windows XP, my suggestion is to maybe move to a lightweight Linux for your old hardware, something like Lubuntu, and then install Play on Linux, which is a cleverly sorted out distribution of the Wine subsystem that allows you to run Windows apps. That's my plan, at least for my older hardware. On the subject of not knowing much about technology, my next little comment really is aimed at senior politicians. In particular, Amber Rudd's views proves that she completely misunderstands encryption and technology in general, but she is absolutely not alone. Think Theresa May and the Snoopers Charter, and of course, Donald Trump. If I was to be nice, I could say that these are complex issues. Even I get things wrong sometimes, and I'm a techie. What I think should happen is perhaps the people in charge should invest in hiring a few reputable science and technology advisors instead of just PR, economics, or political specialists. And then listen to them. Either that or do some damn homework. Do you know, I remember when I wrote this over a week ago, which proves how late I am with this podcast, I did look at the website Powerbase and looked at Amber Rudd's special advisors. And honestly, I only had a really quick look. But it does look like she had no one in the techie sphere helping her make these decisions, which is a terrible mistake. Come to think of it, any senior job now in politics, public service, or in a corporation, all requires that you have a substantial knowledge of technical issues. You don't have to be a programmer or a diehard techie, but you do need to know what the issues are. So that's my mini rant of the week. And with that, that's about it. Nothing for part two this week. I know I'm promising the return of Doctor Who and the return of interviews and the return of a lot of things, but I'm really pressed for time right at the moment. So I'm terribly sorry about those delays, but I will get round to doing those things and making the show a little bit more fun. Not much else to say other than please stay tuned and if you do have any suggestions for the show, this is exactly the time to send them in when the show is running on batteries. If you want to contact me, you can contact me via my website, roymartha.com, R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com. You can have a look at my blog. There's a link to the blog on that website. There's an email form. And there are multiple ways to subscribe to the podcast. I'm also on most social media, but especially Twitter. I am 
at Roy Martha, at R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R. There is a hashtag for Roy's Rocket Radio. Cool. Hashtag Roy's Rocket Radio. A review in iTunes is appreciated and is the best way to make the show more popular. But you can also comment on the blog. You can also email me or you can tweet me. And that's it for now. This was Roy's Rocket Radio recorded on Friday the 31st of March 2017 and ending on Saturday the 1st of April 2017. I can't think of an April Fool's joke. I'm sorry, I've let you down. But the time at the end of the show is 4 minutes past midnight and 21 seconds. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Bye.